Welcome to Being Experiential Podcasting. I am Bethany Evans. I'm here with my co-host, Aaron Pruitt. And today we are talking about expanding into the year 2020 and how to utilize that energy. Or 2021. 2021, sorry. <laughs> we have people like, <laughs> fuck that. I am not like, listening I'm... to how to expand into this year. <laughs> I haven't, see, I haven't gotten there yet. Dude, we're like, we feel like this year is never going to end. That's I know it, it might be that we were we we should have started 2020 saying, well, this is how you're going to strip down to the minimal. And right? now 2021, we're like, no, 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 you can get dressed now. Yeah. And we, you know, you can like collect a few things. We're we're coming out a little bit. Oh my god, I saw the funniest meme yesterday about 2020 where it was like, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was like uh 2020 was basically like having a really in-depth therapy session where like, mm-hmm. you didn't have consent or I gotta have to read it because I can't even it's like you didn't have consent and you were not prepared for it it was like <laughs> hold on I'm gonna read it because oh. it's fucking hilarious all okay. right Bethany's pulling hold it on. up hold on 2020 was basically like a therapist who forced the entire population to go through a nine-month shadow work journey without any consent or preparation on how the <laughs> session would go <laughs> totally right so true Anyways. I just was talking to a therapist who I work out with and she was like, <laughs> cause I said my clients and I refer clients that I feel like need to go a little slower, a little deeper. There's a different pace, right? Or there's a different level of shadow work as we talked about in our last episode. Yeah. That's different than what I do. And uh, I said, I have like three solid therapist referrals that I love. They are finally, all of them have texted me, stop referring. We are full. Like, I'm like, you know, <laughs> no one has, a lot of people don't have jobs, but these therapists are like, oh, their, capacity. their businesses are thriving right now. Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm excited about this topic, which I feel like I say that all the time because, but I don't think we're excited we, about every topic. The secret about. is we only pick topics that we're excited exactly. about. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, why would we do it? Oh. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about today is like, we're going to break down the energy of 2021 and knowing that 2020 was harder, we're going to compare, do a little compare and contrast. So you understand what we're leaving behind and what we're stepping into. And then we are going to like really give you from activities, tips. I'm going to also do a journey a meditation to, to take concrete steps and as we, Bethany are talking earlier, is taking steps from reflective to action, mm-hmm. because uh, that's really what we want you to do. So find yourself in our, in what we're going to talk about so that you could take this energy of 2021 and really do what you want to do, yeah. really create a life that excites you. So 2021. Like, yeah. <laughs> Cause I feel is, like 2020 was like basically a reflective year it kind of forced us to stop and be still and we couldn't do anything or go anywhere so you know we're going to play on that right is like how to finish up reflecting and then going into 2021 how to take action on what you realized you needed to take action on oh my gosh yeah I'm kind of slipping in this area (laughs) totally so it's 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 literally like we've done a lot of resetting a lot of taking off um, being stripped down to the bare necessities, a yeah. lot of the self-reflection, as Bethany said, into like, wait, what do I want? What am I creating? What is this new me? Who's yeah. it's a little bit of survive, but it's also I've grown and hopefully you've grown in 2020 in, in ways that you can leap in new and more powerful ways into the new year. 
Yeah. And we're going, we're going to have a sneak peek of our book club. So stay tuned to the very end. To the end because we have a book club. And I want to say, and we'll repeat this probably. This book is so Aquarius. Mm-hmm. It got picked by an Aquarius, Bethany. Mm-hmm. It is bold. It is <laughs> action-based and it is provocative. At, yes. It seems provocative and then yet it's not. So but I think that's the draw. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like there's a, there's, so we call this what? Clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> clickbait have you ever heard of that well okay so no. my son watches a lot of youtube and it's like where you have like an image or uh, a title that's like uh, gonna gonna hook people mm-hmm. to get them in but it's not necessarily as dramatic or like uh what's the word i'm looking for um i say dr- dramatic it's not actually maybe the exact picture oh, or yeah. you know what i'm saying it's not actually happening it's similar but it's it's just to hook you <laughs> So click. No, I actually clicked on something yesterday because I said, um, like, oh, so and so's divorce. And what mm. they were doing is they were talking See? about divorce, but they were using big names yes. who are not getting divorced. And now See? I can't remember who they are. So, okay, this book, exactly. they it uses a big name, like little fuckers. Yeah, I know. And that's what this book did, except in a beautiful <laughs> way. <laughs> that's what we're doing for you guys. It fulfills on apparently. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, first thing we want to talk about is the shifts of 20. 21. 21. So what we're going to do I don't need to is, work on that. And I might just have to say 21. So if we say 21, we mean 2021. Okay. So one of the biggest shifts is there's a cycle of Jupiter, which is expansion, luck, and then Saturn, which is kind of going deeper, the understanding, exploration of it's one's karma self. also, right? It's at the yeah. planet of karma. karma. Yeah. Learning. Yeah. Um, lessons yes it's kind of under the surface exactly those two planets are moving into aquarius they're leaving behind capricorn and what that means is is we have identified bethany and i have identified four things that we think are unique elements to aquarius personality so when we say personality we mean like the energy so like bethany is an aquarius However, her energy, so if she was the energy swirling around in the stars and in the space, there's four things. So when we say expanding into 2021 and embracing the new energy, here are four things to look at. Thinking outside the box, uniting people, truth teller, and taking bold action. The other piece is is 2021 is also a year five for numerology and year five is like right midpoint between in numerology there's a nine-year cycle and five is like right in the middle and what that is it's really about kind of it's like going to school right it's like you've gone to school and now you actually get to be out of school and it's like practice Mm -hmm. internships yes you've got to if you're not good at this like you're definitely like oh no you're like student driving I like to call it Bambi learning how to walk. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. So we're going to do it wobbly. Wobbly. So year five is, is you're a newbie at it, but the, the space to stand in is being curious Mm -hmm. and like learning and being on your own, even though you've got a lot of safety nets, it's freedom. And it's really about applying that, what you've sat and learned about. So if you look at 2020 as you are forced to stay in the classroom, AKA home. (laughs) 
um, you're now going to be able to take this new level of understanding and apply <clears throat> it as you go into the next year. So one of the cool things is, because we're going to year of Aquarius, we get to ask Bethany. Whoop, whoop. She's lived it for 30 <laughs> plus years. I also have a mother who's an Aquarius and uh, her twin sister, my aunt, is an Aquarius, who's like oh. my second mom because they're so close. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. I, I love Aquariuses. Um, I was actually talking to someone today and they said, yeah, when we were in the meeting, these boardrooms, he would talk and I would be like, I can't believe he just said that. And I'm like, well, he's an Aquarius. She's like, uh. I don't know what that means. And I was like, well, by the <laughs> end of 2021, you will, you will know what that means. <laughs> That's so <laughs> it's, funny. It's the truth teller, right? So yeah. Also Bethany, my best if, friend of, since I was like in eighth grade as an Aquarius. So tell us, okay. if you Aquarius. have this insight, right. On just yeah. sheer living it, being around it. What heads up could we give the listeners about living a year or no more than one year? It's going to be several years in an Aquarius energy. Ooh, I'm excited. Well, the one thing about Aquarius is they're very objective. So it's an air sign. So they're not super attached to their emotions. Doesn't mean that they don't feel or that they're, you know, hardened. It just means that they can separate themselves from it. So if you get mm. any kind of feedback from an Aquarius, and it seems harsh and it hurts your feelings because you're a water sign. Don't take it personally. <laughs> but you can also ask them. One of yes. the cool things about an Aquarius is if they go um, like, no, you don't, no, you don't take a left, you take a right. Like, right. And so then I go, hey, do you feel like, and then I could come back and be like, hey, Aquarius, did you think I'm like, am I, did, it kind of sounds like you think, you think I'm, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Yeah. like, no. No, I was just texting while I was doing that. Sorry. Right. And there's like ownership. And right. Aquarius is not attached. They have ego, but that's not usually in a, apologies is not where the ego lives. Well, see, the thing about Aquarius is that we can see, we're so objective that we can see all mm. sides of everything. We literally are like, we're considered, I guess, the aliens of the Zodiac yes. because we were like, for one, we can think in really meta terms and, um, we believe in all that stuff. We're very non-judgmental, So we're open, very open-minded. We can see everyone's point of view we can you tell me you you're an incarnation of an alien i'll be like that's fucking awesome tell me more like i'm not gonna be like oh my god this guy's so fucking weird even if you did think, <laughs> even if you're like mm, i don't believe in aliens you're like oh i'm just no, I'd be like huh. the story no tell exactly. me the story how you got no, there the, exactly even if i don't like i'll even if i can feel skepticism i'm still like yeah. oh, okay well tell me though i want to hear about yeah how you how your, where your story came to be, like, how did you discover this? Right. Like it's, yeah. it's like with what you said, curiosity yeah. and we're very humanitarian. So we believe in, like you said, freedom, freedom for everybody, right. To express mm. themselves to, for me, it's all about full expression for everybody, um, to show up authentically and just be empowered in who they are. Um, I don't know if that's an Aquarius thing, but it probably is. <laughs> I feel like we I, are moving yeah. into that. I think that you guys are, I think other signs can be that way, right? Like Scorpios want to be themselves. They don't want to be like, um, but, and, but I think you guys, there's something unique about an Aquarius that is a, um, I want to speak my truth and be my truth. And I want that to be given to everyone also. There's right. an all for one that, yes. I, and it's it, like, if and I can do it, you can do it. Like nobody's, we're all equal here. Yeah. We're all on the same playing field. Even if maybe we had different circumstances growing up, it doesn't mean like, how can we then help these people get to where they want to be? Like, that's kind of where, where, where we think. And it's not very warrior-like, like, oh, no. we will battle cry. It's more like 
Seriously? Like you, they don't <laughs> use logic. I do. Are you kidding me? Like, right. oh no, we're going to sit that down just, and have a conversation about that, this. Exactly. We're going to talk it yeah. out. We're going to get to the core of the issue. <laughs> yes. And that's something like, it, I think it's the style that is yeah. the alien part. Your style is, cause I can find myself cause I'm a fellow air, air signs and yeah. other air signs like Gemini and Libras. We can find ourselves in Aquarius, but then there's some, you guys go in a little bit different direction. <laughs> Take a left is, turn. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm still kumbayaing. Like everyone good. Everyone good. You're like, I don't care if everyone's good. Is everyone self-expressed? That's what matters. You yes. Know, that's like, exactly. And I'm like, you're fucking pissed. Then express yourself. Don't hold it in. <laughs> and I probably won't care anyway. So like, I'll be like, I'll just, I'm just like, let me leave first. And then <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it is, I, I always tell people is what you feel like, however, whatever's coming up for you matters. It's it's valid. Even if society tells you it's, un, you know, or even if you don't like it about yourself, it's still valid. Yeah. So that's what it's like looking at the uncomfortable truths. And I think Aquarius mm-hmm. are really good at that. Or, or we're good at seeing dynamics of things too, like playing out like mm-hmm. within groups of people within society and patterns. And, and we can see like, okay, if we keep going this way, it's going to be this. So we got to like, and then once, like I've noticed, like I did this in education is like, you see like the pattern of how it got to, then you're like, okay, well, where did it start? I got to move backwards and find the core of the issue and fix that because that's really what's, what needs to be addressed. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think Aquarius are very much about, um, change, like breaking down old systems in order to create brand new ones. Right. It's like not trying to operate on top of already existing ones. Which is, that's kind of when I looked at the astrology and they're like, who do you think is going to get voted in? I'm like, ah, it's going to be change. Like, it's not going to be the same. It can't be the same. So either the current president is going to have a total, his, a shift or someone new because Aquarius has no, the one thing I, I, I love about Chris, you and I align with this is that we love change. Like we believe change also welcomes in, Mm -hmm. um, new and better. So that's something a lot of signs struggle with like change, especially the fixed signs. And what's funny is Aquarius, I think is in a fix is a fixed sign. Yeah. Which is kind of funny to me. (laughs) It's kind of ironic, but I think where they're fixed is in their philosophy, not in how to deliver the philosophy. Yeah. a Taurus. Oh God, I should look at that because I know I'm a cardinal sign, which means Libra's I'm a, a lot sign. more okay. stubborn. Oh, uh, really? Cardinal signs are stubborn. I thought the cardinal fixed signs, signs um, fix signs are I th- yes, but I think we're like argumentative stubborn mm. where you guys are un- unbendable. Like where That's you're, true. I I'm keep saying like, of like pillars of value. My truth is truth. Like <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're like a willow tree that could be tied in knots and knots, but I'm not going to break the branch. Yeah. I'm like a cement block that's like <laughs> run into me, motherfucker, because I see I, what happens. Yeah, because I am not playing. So it's like this energy that's. I had to study that's it for so a little funny. bit because I was. I got. I love it. Stubborn about being stubborn. Okay. Well. All right. So, do you want to jump into the four things? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. So, so the- just to review the things that we're going to talk about and how you can maximize uh, these shifts are thinking outside the box uniting people, truth telling or being a truth teller or honoring truth tellers Mm -hmm. and taking bold action. So the first one we wanted to talk about is thinking outside the box. And I wanted to start by sharing with all of you is like, here's some questions you can explore because some of us naturally maybe are 
game changers, outside the box, pioneer thinkers and doers. And, and some of us are not. Yeah. And I am a big believer that there's less of us that are pioneers because there's a lot, always a lot of pioneering happening in yes. a day-to-day life. So one that would question be overwhelming, could, I think. <laughs> like, oh, oh, we're, oh, oh, that's how we're going to shop. We're going right? to, yeah, throw groceries into our car, then come back and pay for it. Oh, that's different. <laughs> every single idea that every freaking creative person ever had was like put into practice, it would be oh. chaos. <laughs> could oh, you imagine? Yeah. But one question is, um, ask, ask yourself, where do I do the same thing or things and expect different results? So they talk about like insanity, right? Yeah. Is doing the same thing, expecting different results. But if you want to kind of push against your tendency to, to stay in a box and not think or behave outside the boxes, where do I do the same things and expect something different? That is such a great starter question to yeah. begin to go, hmm, where can I start inviting in Aquarius energy or uh, numerology? Like five, you know, being five curious. Five change. Yeah. Five represents change. So yeah. Change is happening, people. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then the other question is, where am I predictable? Like, can people literally script my, where can someone script my movements, thoughts, feelings, <clears throat> and what, do and what of those scripted times have the results I desire? So the first thing is, where could you probably watch me for a few days and know, like, oh, Erin is going to get up. Erin is going to pee. She's going to brush her teeth. She's going to uh, get dressed or whatever. You know, like yeah, if I do the same has a routine. thing, and which is one thing. So your your routines maybe give you something. That yeah, we're not saying throw out all routines. Don't do that. No, <laughs> we still need structure. But if I feel like, why is my morning so boring? <laughs> right. Let's maybe I do that. And I'm like, well, wait, let me deconstruct what I do. Where is it scripted? And then is the desires is what I want to create happening. Mm-hmm. If I want to feel refreshed in the morning, and I'm not, then let me just go back and see how does my behavior look so I can look at openings for new behaviors, new actions, new thoughts, new feelings. Yeah. And then lastly, on me, and then we're going to ask Bethany here, everyone has blind spots. Like it's, if you're human, you got blind spots. Oh yeah. So where can you interview someone? Um, someone you trust and feel safe with, by the way, you don't yes, want exactly. feedback from someone who's going to make you feel like criticized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone that can challenge you, tell you the truth, tell you the truth, but also not have make you wrong. Yes. And look at your blind spots. So mm-hmm. let's say you have, you know, a close friend, a colleague, and you're like, Hey, I've been wanting to have, uh, more innovation in my work. Can you, can we talk about it? One is a talk to someone close to you that will tell you the truth or two, talk to someone who's doing that, what you want mm-hmm. or having results. That's that, what you seek Yeah, and ask them like, what do you do? Pick their brain. Yeah. How, why is it that you have consistently promoted so much? Like, I'm just curious because, and I will guarantee nine out of 10 times, anytime you say to someone, can I take you to coffee? Can I buy you lunch? Even if it's a virtual one, I've just recommended to a client recently is 
a great, people are usually a yes, because it's, it's, it honors them. People love to share and yeah. they love to impart knowledge, especially when asked. So mm-hmm. that's, those are some questions to begin to look at. How do I kind of start exploring and, and dissecting and maybe even begin to see openings for change to yeah. think outside the box? Bethany, yes. you want to do outside the box. So give it to us. Okay. So I'm going to start small for those people who are like, I'm really strict with ah! my routine. Yeah. Who are like, who, whose butts are puckering because they're yes. like, I have to change something. Um, so somebody once recommended this to me. And I thought it was a really cool idea to notice like uh-huh. your routines, right? Is like notice which pant, which leg you put your pants in first. Cause it's mm. probably, you probably do it the same every time. And then mm. once you notice that start doing it the opposite. So start you putting your pant, your foot, your leg into the op- op- other foot. I can't even talk the other pant leg first. <laughs> See, it's even like weird to talk about. <laughs> yeah. And like it, it'll disorient you in a, a tad. But um, I love that you talked about morning routine because I think just switching up little things like the order you do something. So maybe you brush your teeth first before you take a shower. Maybe you shower and then brush your teeth. You know, things like that. Like maybe just switching up little things. If you have a morning meditation practice, you use the same music every time. Choose a different type of music or choose a different book. Um, it's really about opening your mind to new information too, right? And new feedback. That's really what mm-hmm. we're looking at. So those are little ways that you can, little ways you can build up to that. But if, um, if you're ready to take on like bigger things, I'd say start watching TED Talks or YouTube videos or listening to podcasts that kind of, that are outside your norm. So you want to think mm-hmm. of anything that maybe you were like interested in, but you wouldn't normally choose because you're like, I don't know, whatever reason you have, that's not me or, you know, whatever it is. Um, that's how I, I start really getting new information. Like my mind starts, like if it's something I've, a topic I've never heard about before, a brand new person, you're going to get triggered with uh, lots of new things, whether it's exactly what they're talking about or not, you're going to, your brain is going to start working in a new way. And you're going to realize you're making connections in places you were like, Oh, I never even saw it that way before. And then you're going to start to feel more empowered by it. Um, also spending time in like new groups of people. So if you spend time with like the same people every day, like try reaching out, uh, you know, or following new people on Instagram or following new people on Facebook, um, joining a virtual group. I know right now we can't really get together in person, but, um, and then here, if you're really ready for some change, join a personal transformation workshop or something to that effect, you know, like where the whole purpose of it is for you to transform in some way. Um, and it'll be different for everyone, like what the personal transformation looks like, whether that's like money or career or, you know, whatever, a relationship. Um, but joining, and I, but I, I really feel like joining with people would be, is helpful, especially when you're learning new Much things. better than dogs or plants. <laughs> have your dogs and plants find that too, plants but... don't really have a lot of feedback direct quick feedback it's more long game feedback like i'm exactly. dying you need to be with other humans for this <laughs> i think is it possible bethany to when you say one of the ways if you're like well fuck i don't know which what personal transformation yeah workshop to do one thing you can look for is who do you find inspiring yeah. and find, and you could say, how did you get this way? I'm looking at taking a workshop or, yeah. or reading a book. Is there anything that was key in your yeah, own personal books. transformation and evolution and people, most people that are living lives that they love and that are impactful and, and meaningful to others that it, yeah. it has a way of rippling have had some work 
Yeah. It might be therapy. Yeah. Or it could be like, I mean, Bethany and I right now probably could each name off five things right now that we've done. Yeah. That's been time and money, a cost Mm -hmm. of time and money and beyond its value. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Books is another thing. That's, I think where to start is like, I can almost guarantee you anyone who has a Ted talk, a YouTube channel, that's like really, you know, big or books, they're also going to have maybe workshops or courses you can take along with it. So if you're, and we'll give you some ideas of some people to, to follow too, um, or to read in a little bit, but you know, that's generally where, where to start is like, um, uh, reading I'd say is the biggest one, but then following that, that kind of bread crumb trail of like, Mm -hmm. okay, this person has a workshop. I'm going to take that. And then maybe you get introduced to another person and you're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to go take that person's workshop, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So now we're moving on. Yes. We're going to the next one is our transitions might not be smooth. Cause guess what? We made notes. Various energy isn't smooth. It is. (laughs) It is like driving with a jerky driver. Like they'll get you there faster and probably safe, but it's a little, I, in my assertion, tell me what you think, Bethany. I think Aquariuses can sound a little abrupt and jerky oh, yeah. in their communication. Sure. That's why I said, don't take it personally. You know how many, many reflections I got, especially my ex from my ex-husband about the tone of voice I would use. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just the way that you say it. And I'm like, Ugh. I was just like, but exactly what you said, I was really literally wasn't thinking when I said it I wasn't like conscious like I was saying the words but like I was thinking about something else Mm. I I don't know so like the tone of voice didn't come across you know yeah so anyways all right so don't take offense don't take it personally yeah because I really do love everybody and I and I but yeah I sometimes I get you know I'm like well I think let's go (laughs) your tendency to say right is an Aquarius thing like 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 right like of course Right? right I'm right uh, and it's not like and that's what it just it's not ego based i no. hear like that's the most sensible thing and probably if if in this energy is like it's not to be right it's to be forward movement moving yeah so it's like right because right? if somebody comes at me and is like well that didn't really resonate with me actually i got this i'd be like oh okay cool that's awesome and i won't even fight them on it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, as long as I did somehow stir their mind to think or come to their own conclusion, that's all that I care about. Yeah, totally. Okay, so the next one is how do you, let's explore how to unite people. What exercises, practices um, <clears throat> can you do to really help the, communi- the community around you to unify? Um, one of the first things I want to challenge is it's our ego that says we're separate. It's love that says we're all connected mm-hmm. and we can be in our ego or we can be in love. And it takes practice to stay out of your ego. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm pretty sure all the listeners know by now, but so I was married. So I'm a widow and my late husband, one of the things he had the gift was being super optimistic, like so optimistic and people would say, oh, Chris is optimistic like that. He was born that way. Right. And I was Mm. like, we're not talking about his sexuality. We're talking about (laughs) personality trait. And it used to piss me off. And especially when he died, because one of the things which I appreciated was he got this and in his memory was eternal optimist, Mm. which was going to be given to 
the school district that he worked for said, okay, we're going to do a Chris Prude award, eternal optimist. Well, I am confident that I probably irritated the hell out of everyone that planned this presentation <laughs> to the staff, because I did not want that to be something like, well, you're born with it. Mm. I was like, no, this is developed. Yeah. And one of the things that Chris did and we did in our relationship is we really worked hard on developing who we were and yeah. taking 1000 accountability for how we impacted people and being positive, right? Being helpful, being informative was his nature was outgoing and playful, mm -hmm. but that it, that it was optimistic and left people inspired. He developed that. So when we say, well, I'm not really a unity person or I don't. Mm, yeah, I like to be by myself. <laughs> you can do that and, in, and have your personality woven into the practice of am I uniting people or am I dividing people? Am I a mm. part of this, of them and a part of a solution or am I part of the problem or am I separate from the problem? Mm -hmm. And so that's the first thing. And lots of times we have to look at our own trauma. We have to look at our past and like, you know, was I made fun of? Was I bullied? Am I not participating because of the way I look, my size? Is it my voice? To be vulnerable. Yeah, totally. So when people heal those traumas and see them and heal them, they oftentimes can be more part of the solution than separate. Um, what I think is a big opening is get as get inspired is watch movies where people were, were taking like fought for the underdog mm -hmm. or go have, is your social media, go look right now. Is your social media, are you left? Go spend five minutes, set the timer, mm -hmm. go through your feed. Are you left being like, Rah, rah, what am I going to do? Like, oh my gosh, I want, like, I'm feeling closer to people and I want to participate in my way in meaning everyone's ways differently. Or am I like, oh my God, I'm fat. Oh my God. <laughs> Comparing I need yourself to everyone. Yeah. Um, I, my house isn't as nice because mm. real inspiring information is not going to say you're not enough. Mm -hmm. It's going to say you got everything to be enough to make the impact that you're hoping for. So yeah. challenge that, listen to podcasts, you know, like being experienced. Like this one? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Share the podcasts you like, like being hey. experiential. Hey, that's Podcasting. another way to unite people. Totally. Share We're our really podcasts. good, right? Yeah, listen, that's see? uniting people. <laughs> um, and so, and so one of them, okay. So my favorite book for this one, if you're like, okay, I love Wolfpack by Gabby Wombach. She was a professional soccer player and she has a simple book. She also um, reconfigured it for teens, but it is like clear steps on how to unify people hmm. and how to have pillars of belief systems <clears throat> that make you go, okay, wait, I can do this for others. I loved her book. I actually listened to her book because I like her voice. Um, but Wolfpack by Gabby Wombach, I think she's is married really to Glennon Doyle, right? Yes. I love them so much. She, oh, my I didn't know. I, she, I didn't know she had I crush on them as a couple. I'm constantly sending Carl videos. I'm like, I want us to be like that. I want us to be like, like that. But I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, okay. I'm he's kidding. like, and he's kind of, he's always trying to figure, I think like, cause I'll be like a show, but go, like, oh, who's like, I have the kids trained, like watching movie. Who's that one? Who's that character? And so Carl's oh always God. like, am I Abby or am I Glennon? And I'm like. <laughs> 
He's Abby. Hello. <laughs> I think in many ways you're Glennon. I'm Abby. And he's no like, way. Cause I'm so much more playful. And he's, Oh my God. He's like, he's Glennon's a worry wart. Profound. She's, but she's a worry wart. That's true. And comes up with great solutions. So I don't know. He probably thinks I'm both of them. And I just <laughs> want him to be more like me. Probably. <laughs> probably the truth all right i'll be honest truth telling is happening right now i do think you should be more like me yeah i mean (laughs) don't we all it would make us so much more comfortable (laughs) okay so those are my beginning reflections actions questions to ask yourself what about you b yeah so um to when i was thinking about uniting people i feel like at large it's more of like being open to feel things, being more open to feel. And like, cause when you feel for other people, that's when you're mm. more drawn to be taking action, right. To, to help other people, right. To, to, to support, uh, right. Support other people. I'm going to call it. I'm just going to call it out right I do, now. I don't gonna... even notice that I do it. Oh, our marketing <laughs> Megan's like, I asked her, I'm like, tell us really, what do we do? And she's like, well, Bethany says, right. And I don't have a period in my shares. She's like, sometimes listening to you is like one fucking run on sentence. (laughs) I was like, I'll work on that. Just you reflect that back to me whenever I say it. What am I going to say instead? Just nothing. I'll just stop talking. What do you think about this is what I think. I don't know. I don't know. Because right is. All right. We'll we'll play with this. Keep going. All right. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) So being open to feel. Um. God damn it. Now I'm going to be monitoring, monitoring. Oh my God. I will spit up on everything in podcast. Oh Lord. You guys should have seen her face. She looked like she was holding a fart in. She's like, so everything is. Uh, 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 what do I say? Fuck. Yeah. Replace okay, so it with fuck. Everything is people. wonderful. Fuck. Everything is wonderful. Fuck. Um, <laughs> that actually sounded great. Okay. So one thing I think is great. <laughs> <laughs> listening to people's stories, right? It's like mm-hmm. actually slowing down and listening more rather than talking or um, like before taking action. Yes. Like I feel like listening and taking it in helps you really open to feel and realize that you are like connected to other people. Cause you can, if you listen more, you can find yourself or like put kind of put yourself in that person's mm-hmm. situation and be like, totally. Oh wow. I I've experienced that. Or I don't know what I would do if I experienced that. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, I actually have the resources or the time or the energy to help this person or to create something. So that's what I thought about was like creating, um, an, uh, like organizing a fundraiser or a drive for something, right? It's the holidays. A lot of people do that, like collecting food or, um, uh, coats or just like, or handing things out to the homeless. Um, that's, that's something very big on, on, uh, with Aquarius energy is supporting those who are less fortunate, right? Is like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be like money and actual resources. Did I say it? Yeah, <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have to be money and resources. It can be energy. It can be time, yeah. right? It can be, <laughs> I just said it. It can be, <laughs> I'm just going to keep like trying. I said, supporting people like, hey, um, She's going to, she has a tally. She's going to Now I'm keeping track. I will start from now. I won't start the other four times you said it. Okay, great. (laughs) I can't even talk now. Okay. Um, So that's how you can unite people in a way if you wanted to organize something. If you wanted to maybe join a community, I'd say looking on Meetup, 
meetup.com. I mean, I know that we can't get together in person at the moment, but I'm sure there's virtual things happening. I mean, there are everywhere or even creating your own meetup. I did that when I wanted to get more in touch with people locally with tarot. I created my own tarot meetup, you know, we only met a couple of times, but it, you know, it helped me get like, be connected with the people I wanted to, I was kind of getting into that world. Um, and then, like I said, I already said, giving back, networking, um, donating if you can. Uh, not like I said, it doesn't have to be money, and because I know it's tight for a lot of people, it can be resources. Like I have a shit ton of clothes in my car that I'm going to donate to a um, women's and children's homeless shelter in Oxnard that I always donate to. Um, so finding little ways that you can you can do that, I'd say, gets you in that spirit, that Aquarius spirit of realizing that we are all connected in some way. And for those of you who are a little like, <laughs> I feel a lot that you're, it's not something you need to connect with your feelings. It's moving the feelings. So I think what Bethany yeah. was sharing, like about being in action, sometimes like I have felt guilty so many times at the grocery store when they're like, oh, would you like to give to cancer research for children? <laughs> yeah. No. You're like, no. I thought, oh, I look like an asshole because I'm not giving, but what I I know my identified areas that I donate my time and money. Right. And it is usually women are leading the, like there's my, there's reasons why I got to where I got, but I'm very clear about it. And I want to put as much time and resources and I've just given up feeling guilty. Yeah. Where I'm not. Yes. I believe in cancer research for everyone and for children, mm-hmm. but I'm not putting my money there. Yeah. Because I feel my money and my heart are somewhere else and I can drive that one. I'll trust someone. So just know that if you find that you're feeling, feeling a lot and you want to move it, maybe picking something where you can put your attention. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm a great lover. It doesn't mean I'm fucking everyone in the world. (laughs) I just, Carl gets it all. Lucky Carl. Lucky Carl. (laughs) He's going to listen to this like, God, Aaron, you come up with the most random shit. I mean, it's true though. I, that's it. Whatever you're passionate about, wherever, because you don't want to just start giving just to random places just because like, it has to be something. That's what Aquarius is all about. Did I say it? No. no. I just realized you put it into a, your tone was like, like, you don't want to do this. So you didn't say the right. No, it's fine. (laughs) I'm just, now I'm just watching you intently. I'm like, oh, God. It's annoying. No, I know. I already watch people too much. Now I'm watching you. I in don't a know particular... what I was saying. I was like, you want to choose something that you're passionate about. No, totally. I was agreeing with you. Yes. I was agreeing with what you were saying. Oh, I was saying you. like, <clears throat> you don't want to just randomly give out your money to just because somebody asked, right? You... Yeah. I said it. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm tallying. This episode is fucked up now. I know. This is, I'm <laughs> Sorry, really guys. Saying... It's my favorite. Now it's hey, going to be my favorite. This is how you get feedback. We're giving you a real life example of how she's giving me my blind spot. And now I'm trying to put it into action. It may be hard and messy and weird and uncomfortable, but it's going to happen. The next okay. episode. Tackle me, Aaron. Will, you just said I five sentences. It, I can't, but I, well, okay, you can't we'll do two see. things at once. Like, no, not right oh, okay. Now, now I'm too focused me. on me saying, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next is truth teller. Okay. And this is like, so every family has different roles, just a few roles that we believe is like, you have the feeler, the emotional, the heart of the family. You have the peacemaker, the mm-hmm. someone like, Hey, the one trying to get everyone to get along people come to, to resolve issues. And then you have the truth teller. And it's been my experience in my work that the truth teller oftentimes is the black sheep mm-hmm. of the family. It is the one that is kind of on the outside oftentimes because telling the truth is 
uncomfortable for people. And a lot of people and a lot of families are not used to or don't want to face the truth. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that struggle being in truth, you know, get on the bus, guys, because Aquariuses don't give a shit. They are mm-hmm. passionate about the truth. And the idea is how, first of all, are you okay with truth tellers? So you want to see, am I a truth teller? Yeah. So if you're a truth teller, (laughs) you're about to step into the energy that lines up. What did you say? I said, how do you respond to truth tellers? Yeah. Are you, are you triggered by them? And if you are notice what triggers you and how you react. (laughs) Cause it's there. It's the time of telling the truth and not just the truth. Like I have a tendency to speak the truth in a way that's like, I will speak the truth, but I warm up. There's a lot of foreplay to my truth telling. <laughs> Aquarius is like you we're straight up. into the we're straight into penetration. Like you're totally. There's no foreplay. <laughs> There's no There's foreplay. Like, we're just like just get to the here. point. Let's. Yeah. This is why we came. <laughs> so if so, just notice that about yourself. Is where are you in the spectrum of truth telling, and how do you? If you're someone that struggles with it. Or you're someone that's been a truth teller. You know, my mom was her truth teller in her family. Like my mom had perpetual liars or people that tolerated lying. And my mom thought she was crazy. Mm. You know, her father wasn't faithful. She had, you know, some people that did not tell the truth, evaded taxes, like certain shit's going down. And my mom thought she was the crazy one because she couldn't believe like, Oh my God, they just lied. They're, oh my God, they're lying. Mm-hmm. And it took into adulthood for her to be like, Oh my, I'm not crazy. I'm actually have a stance. Uh, I'm steep in integrity and truth telling. Yeah. These fuckers <laughs> are blowing shit up right and left. <laughs> and so if you were a truth teller and weren't honored for it, we want to like acknowledge you that that yeah. is a gift you bring. Mm-hmm. And some of my favorite truth tellers. So if you want some suggestions on books, here's some of my favorite truth tellers or people that can help you bridge, walk you over to it. One is we talked about Glennon Doyle, Untamed. She also yes. has a love warrior. She <clears throat> tells the truth. And she's just lovely. And she mm-hmm. calls stuff out on herself and she's messy in her truth, which I really like. Yes, she's awesome. Then if you, if you need help bridging, getting there, <laughs> some love uh, <loving> truth, <laughs> there's whatever arises. Love that by Matt Kahn. I love and he is super kind hearted. So it's like what you resist, what so triggers you, yeah. you don't want to tell the truth. How do you really lean into that rather than away and walk away from it? Yeah. And then my favorite truth teller. I've never heard of this person. I was, are you kidding? What is the last black unicorn by Tiffany Haddish? Okay. You got to follow her. Now she is in your face on Instagram. She's on Instagram. Tiffany Haddish. She's a comedian author. She, um, okay. So example of her is she was on, oh gosh, who wants to be a millionaire? And she's talking, um, and she's earning the money. There's like, you answer all these questions. And I don't know what, let's say she's at 200,000. She was like, I don't know if I know the answer. She ran out of like helping options of like call a friend and yada, yada. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I'm getting warm. And she pulls off her wig. Oh my God. And she's like, I, I can't it. wear this. I'm too hot. And I was just like, this is a truth teller. 
she, Aaron's face got so excited. Yeah, because like <laughs> she did not give a fuck that she had this like whole outfit, right? This wig went with the. She was just over it and just going to be exposed. And I'm going to have to look up her sign because I don't know it off the top of my head. That's awesome. But I think Tiffany Haddish is a funny in your face, but completely owns her shit. So yeah. that's someone, if you need to be inspired by someone who can walk proudly and owning their truth. She also was in foster care. She was in Scientology for a very short minute. And then she said, they told her she had to sign a million year contract and she went crazy on them. She, they were like, she said in her, this is funny. Um, and she's Jewish. So she yeah. has a Netflix called, I think it's black bat mitzvah. Uh, she, awesome. so she's African-American and she's Jewish. But when she was talking about Scientology, she was like, I loved it. I thought, oh, I can learn all this stuff. And then they wanted me to sign this contract. And she said, I went ape shit when they tried to put me in this like dormitory place. And she's like, <laughs> I scared them so badly because I just lost my shit. Oh and my no God. one wants a crazy black woman in the 90s <laughs> that they like not only let me go, they like escorted me out. Oh my God. And That's awesome. I was like, you know, I'm hearing all these stories where, you know, some people were not allowed out in Scientology from some people's personal experience, but I was just, you know, she's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. What about That's you? Awesome. Well, first, are you the, are you the truth teller in your family? Um, I, I share it. I think I share it. My one sister and I, I think are both truth tellers. Ah, fuck. You know what? I kind of, it's dispersed. I yeah. am a truth teller, but I'm, I'm, what overrides my truth telling is I'm the peacekeeper. Yeah. I was going to say that's me too. In my family, like my, like if I'm thinking family, like mom, dad, and my brother, and my sister, I'm like the mediator, the peace, mm. the peacemaker. Um, there's definitely other truth tellers in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I'm like I, trying to keep everyone together. <laughs> I am. I was the mediator. I do think I flipped that switch a little bit when my husband died, I was like, fuck mm. this. Yeah. Um, and then I went into more truth telling slightly into rebellious independence. Mm. Okay. But I think it was because I was exhausted. Yeah. The idea of trying to keep people together and, and stay quiet. Yeah. So that makes sense. I, <clears throat> I walked over to truth teller after being peacekeeper for 38 years. Yeah. But you get to, you're probably that in your, in your life though, like outside of your like, uh, parental family. I am what? The truth teller. Oh yeah. 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 I think people pay us to tell the truth. That's truth. That's, say, <laughs> that's truth. I'm all that's truth. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh yeah. We, yeah. We made a career out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So what's your okay. suggestions? Okay. So I have a few people also to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, so Teal Swan, I talk about her a lot. She will lovingly give you the truth about your shadows. Um, so she has, she's big on YouTube. Um, I'd say that I watched like religiously her YouTube videos when I was going through my divorce. Um, and, uh, she also has a couple books. Um, what are they called? The completion process. And oh my gosh, what's the other one? Uh, the anatomy of loneliness. Um, and then she came out with another book, but it's more of a fiction is fiction not real. Wait, nonfiction yeah. is nonfiction is real. Like if you were, okay, so it's fiction. So she wrote an actual fiction book where the other ones are self-development. So her, she's awesome. Um, and then, uh, I just came across him on, uh, he has a podcast. His name is Mark Groves. Um, mm -hmm. so I haven't listened to a lot of them, but the last episode I listened to, I was like, wow, he's really like 
that he was talking a lot about this. Like, I just want to be able to create a, a world where we can all speak our truth and everyone can be okay with it. Right. It's like, we can still love each other. We can still accept each other and we don't have to be afraid of how we're showing up. So Mark Groves podcast is the name of his podcast. Go listen to him. And then Aaron Dowdy. So he's actually like, he became famous on or big, I don't say famous, but on YouTube. Um, and he also has a podcast. So I'd say YouTube and, and his podcast, he's all about expanding your consciousness. So um, he talks about a lot about um, metaphysical topics and how to think outside the box. He's a really good one. Um, but he, he, he breaks it down into actionable steps actually too. He's really, he's really good about that and meeting people where they're at to help get them to that next level. He has a lot of meditations, um, courses, online courses, all of that. So those are my three people. Um, and then the thing about truth tellers, if you want to start to become a truth teller, say maybe like, you're like, I don't think I am, but I want to start, you know, tapping into that is like, observing like i'd say to become a truth teller you have to be really good at observing what's happening and noticing patterns um and i think i already mentioned this but that's what aquarius is good at is seeing dynamics of what's happening and then of course then the practice is going to be communication <laughs> and actually speaking it out loud <laughs> but also no you have to come from um objectivity you ha you can't be attached to like what's happening you know, like, cause if your emotions are playing into it, you're not really being a truth teller. It's more biased. Could you possibly, can I counter that a little bit? Sure. I think you can tell the, tr I think you can, I feel like people can be emotional, but okay. they hold on to the, like, if it was a floating device, right. To the, okay. the ring of truth, like, Hey, I'm really scared to share this with you or I'm unpracticed and I'm nervous or, you know what? The story I'm telling myself is you're an asshole. But what I realize, like, that's what I want to say to you. But what I realize is the truth is I was really a dick to you yesterday. Mm -hmm. And why would you not be an <clears throat> asshole? Yeah. And I don't like that. That's the truth that when I pull myself out of it, I feel like people can. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I think that's still, both. I think that's still objectively communicating. It's not, you're not like you're a fucking asshole and I fucking hate you. That's, I think, you know, where people think I'm just going to tell this person the truth and they're coming at them. Like, this is what you're doing wrong. And you know what I'm saying? Whereas like objectivity is more about like, like seeing the higher perspective, seeing all of it. So ownership. Um, yeah. So yeah, or you could, can, yeah, go ahead. But could you do both? Could you say, yeah, you know, I'm pissed. I think you're an asshole. Yeah. How yeah. You own, this right if, you now. Own, if you own your feelings, as long as you're not projecting it, I feel like that's where I'm saying is like, you're not projecting your feelings onto the other person. Like you, you can own it and say, yes, I'm pissed. Mm. And that's, you know, yeah, I'd say both, but I think there's a, the, the difference to me is like, people think they're, they're truth telling by belittling, belittling somebody else or putting somebody else down or making it about the other person. And that's not truth telling to me. You know what I'm saying is like, not really. A, <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sitting here like, no, I don't get it. Can you, can you try again? Well, I'm sure everyone listening gets it, but it's maybe a blind spot. I'm not getting no, it. No, because the way that you said it, I think is exactly what I, what I would say is the best way to do it is owning your feelings. I'm really pissed because right. And you're owning it instead mm -hmm. of coming at somebody pissed where you're, you're harnessing that pissed energy. And you're like, Aaron, I think you're being this way. And I think you're being a bitch and you're just doing this and you're making me feel like this. And people think that that's truth telling sometimes. Mm. Okay. Okay. So like, if someone said my truth is, I think you're the way I see you is you're a bitch. So just right. by owning 
the I, like I see this, I believe this, whether mm-hmm. you're right or wrong, doesn't matter. That's truth telling because that's yours. But when you say that they are, so if I say, yeah, you are a bitch. Yes, exactly. That's what you're talking about is projecting yes, my projecting. beliefs. But if I say, Bethany, for as long as I've known you, I feel like you're kind of a bitch. Nope, you're not kind of. You're a lot of a bitch. That is would that be the, isn't that the same thing? No, because I just said, for as long as I've known you, I think you're a lot of a bitch. As long as... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we brought this up, Erin. Let's talk about this. What did I do to make you believe you that I was a bitch? <laughs> a lot of a bitch. <laughs> a lot of a bitch. Well, I think it, it it really depends. I think this is a good, a good, a good, uh, it'll take practice to get to the place where you can actually own all of your feelings, right? And, and say like, these are all mine. How you acted maybe stirred them up in me, but it doesn't mean that, that you're actually that way. You know what I'm saying? I am seeing you that way. I see you that way. And that, so that maybe, so for everyone listening, it's like, one way of truth telling is I see this, my experience is this. So what you're doing is you might say, as I look upon you or my interaction with you or this situation feels like this is my interpretation, right? You know, like it's my interpretation. It might not be Joe blow or. And then you, yeah. And then the the person can be like, well, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to do. Or, you know what I'm saying? I like being a lot of a bitch. Yeah, I like being a bitch. Maybe I was being a bitch. You know, they can own it or they can, Mm. They can say how they played into it and and yeah. why it maybe you came to that conclusion, or they can be like, well, you know, I was I was actually trying to get this way, but you know, <laughs> you took it that way. Like you know, it just yeah. opens up conversation to realize where sometimes there is miscommunication or a misperception of things, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, everyone has a different truth. Doesn't mean anyone's is wrong or right. It's just everyone has an experience that is valid. And that is more, I guess, what truth is, right? It's just our own experience of what's happening. Ding, ding, ding. Um, I, yes, to me also truth telling is, <clears throat> it is sometimes in those moments when it's uncomfortable, when you hear yeah. an injustice or when you are like, ooh, there's an elephant in the room. I remember training one time in another county in California and- there was clear, uh, basically it was bigotry. The the research that we did was bigotry and racism was alive and well. However, in the conversation, there was a power differential of who gets to talk, who doesn't get to talk. And I was noticing racial like difference. Mm -hmm. One color was talking, one color was not, or making, or the one color that wasn't talking first, they talked second. Yeah. And I was scared because the, the thunder was the one with the power in the room. And I eventually said, okay, you know, I believe in telling the truth. And I just said, here's what I'm seeing. I'm not saying it's the truth, but we're going to we definitely collect the data. We're going to analyze it. But based on this conversation, I think we might have some prejudice and bigotry and some hierarchy of power yeah. of, and rules of who gets to talk and who doesn't. And I pissed some people off. The power yeah. people mm-hmm. and the people that didn't have power for the first time where they said later that they were buying into the process. Yeah. Like, so. That's how truth tellers stir shit up. Yeah. And it's really kind of looking at like, where am I scared to say, if I say what I see the truth that mm-hmm. someone's going to take away something from you or there's going to be right. a loss. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, Ooh, hold on. 
you know, and truth telling is very uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it can be. Yeah. I mean, it is. <laughs> or breaking up with someone. Like yes. I advocate with, and you've seen this when I've mm-hmm. worked with you is dating is telling the truth. People say it's yeah. just not the right time for me. I'm like, no, tell them that you feel like they don't make time for you. Tell them yes. why you don't want to date tell them. Tell them why, right. I don't, I don't want to have sex with you. Like I don't feel the chemistry. Yes. Say it as kind as possible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know how much or, more people, people, re- men respond better that to me that way when I am completely honest. Well, I'll say, I think you're a really nice person, but I just didn't feel any connection with us, you know, and yeah. then uh, other, some other fluff about you're a great guy and I hope you find somebody wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, they respond the, I call it great. the sandwich. Positive. Yeah, the sandwich. The positive. Fruit, the positive fruit, again. Positive. Yes. The sandwich effect. We do that in teaching. <laughs> <laughs> so here, so, so just notice where you pull back your truth. And sometimes if for those of you, this is a new practice, it might be like, Hey, I'm practicing really giving the truth as kindest and direct as possible. Right. And it would help me if you ask me, Hey, is that really the truth? Like, can you be yeah. on my team with this? Can you be? Oh, yes. The truth teller also has to be open to feedback from the other yeah. person or, you know what I'm saying is like the, the person may come back or whoever they're talking to may be like, well, that's not my truth. Right. And you have to then also be able to say, okay, well, where may that fit into what I saw, right? And and kind of play with it. And it's, so it's like, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about, this was my experience of it. This other person may have had the same experience or a little bit different. And then how can we all exist at the same time? There's Aquarius energy for you right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got our final one. Okay. The final one is bold action. Yes. And I'm, I think if I might end with the meditation, so maybe okay, you so share, I have, I can bold, share what's bold action. Yeah. Thanks. So I have a, I have a practice. So, um, it's a visualization practice. So I don't know what Aaron's meditation will be like, but maybe you can do this with it's so good. Her, it's going to like I mean, rock your world. I know. Right. I don't want to take <laughs> away from her practice, but okay. So you may need to clear a little bit first here. And when I say clear is like, if you sit down to visualize and you're having trouble, it may just mean you need to let like meditate for a minute, let some old thoughts clear out before you feel like you can actually get a clear visual. Um, so you want to sit and imagine and like visualize the characteristics of like your boldest self. So if you are having trouble stepping up and being bold in your life, like imagine who would I like, and then you want to write down like five to 10 descriptive words or phrases that like capture this bold aspect of you. So it can be how you would show up, um, what you would wear, uh, how you would talk, who you'd be with. Right. And you want to visualize exactly like your, yourself doing it. Like if say you have a specific, um, conversation you want to have in mind or something you want to say, like, how would you show up? Imagine in your mind, you doing it. So you want to, and then, but also you want to write it down. So write down like five to 10 phrases of like how your boldest self shows up. So then once you're clear on this, the visualization, you want to sit and imagine how it feels to be in this aspect of you. So you want to tie this with your emotions. So sit with the feelings for like a good five to seven minutes and then write down the feelings that came up. So like what emotions or what uh, feelings do I need to cultivate in order to be my boldest self? So maybe some things are like powerful or um, unwavering, strong, um, uh, things like that. So once you visualize it, sit with the feelings of like, as you're visualizing yourself being in this energy, what it feels like, and then write those things down too. 
Um, another side note too is to choose a piece of jewelry or a crystal or something small that you can like hold or wear or just like have in your pocket um, because that kind of triggers your brain to react to this object whenever you grab it to to that you're like using it for this specific purpose. Mm. Um, so whenever you're visualizing, feeling these emotions about being bold, you want to have it with you. Um, so hold it while you're visualizing and activating these emotions. Um, and then once you feel you've gotten clear and like fully feel in your boldest self, you want to write out, I am affirmations. So you want to write it as you, as if you already are these things. So then you use your list of phrases, um, or words or emotions that you wrote down and you write, I am affirmations. So I am bold. I am strong. Um, I am unwavering those things. Um, uh, and then you want to keep them as a prompt. So that way using whatever you chose, the jewelry, the crystal, whatever you have, and then the prompts, the I am statements, you, it'll help you get to that state faster. Or say you're like prepping yourself to have a conversation. You hold the thing, you wear the jewelry, you take it with you. That way it's kind of like a reminder that you are that person and that it's a practice to help you get into that vibration. So that's mine. Nice. <laughs> I was taking notes. She didn't oh, awesome. tell me this one before. So I was like, oh, writing it down. Oh, nice. Um, and for some people that like affirmations might be tricky, sometimes saying I am becoming, oh, I am excited to your, did I oh, freeze? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, it, you didn't freeze, but your, your audio went out for a second. Oh, mm-hmm. it was a sign that I shouldn't say what I was going to say. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to say it. Oh, interesting. What were you going to yeah. say though? Now I really want to know. <laughs> I know, right? I'll just keep it to myself. Oh, God damn it. Now everyone wants to know. Really? I can feel it. Everyone wants right. to know. Tell right. us. So if you struggle saying oh. affirmations, sometimes adding in little caveats like I am becoming you said some really good words and now I'm totally brain farting on some of your strong, unwavering, unwavering. I like that word. I'm becoming unwavering. I'm becoming clear powerful on, on what powerful looks like to me. So sometimes there's like build up words that can help you get there. And then one day you might just say, I am powerful, but there's bridges. See, now I said it. It's probably not that exciting. You're like, girl, seriously. Well, I feel like. <laughs> you want the truth <laughs> yeah you're like you're annoying what tell no, me yeah tell because me i think it defeats the purpose of of you it gives people a thing to fall back on to not fully step into it you know what i'm saying i get that sometimes people need to you may have to keep practicing mm-hmm. visualizing and feeling the emotions but i think the whole purpose is to like if you give them that leeway of saying i am becoming it's like no realize that you already are these things you just have to tap into it yes Okay, I'm going to counter that now. Okay. Is the, but the brain research shows that if your brain doesn't believe it, it yeah. bounces it off. So if you're finding that, for, so maybe try it your way. Like I am powerful. And well, then if you don't like, want to jump right to that. That's why you visualize it. That's why you, yes. that's why you do, do the, the emotional things first. You can't just jump to affirmations. But what if you, when you get to affirmations, it feels like it, it still feels like it's not right. landing. Do you, would you say in this exercise, you go back and do it all over again? Or would you say like, well, maybe you can have little caveats 
as I would you're say building. choose I would say choose words that you are that feel more comfortable. If the words mm-hmm. or phrases you're choosing are are so outside of your comfort zone that you really don't feel like you embody that yet, choose ones that are similar and close to it. Okay. Got you know, it. that way instead of becoming because I feel like if you tell people that, it's like they're never fully gonna step into, you know what I'm saying? Like but it's can't they like, start with that saying that I have an intention of stepping into that? I just need to find words that maybe. Yeah. Like and I think cr- it's finding words. A that crutch. You, yes. This is so crutch, Aquarius. Is <laughs> and we were like, Aquarius, like you don't need a fucking crutch. Yeah. You don't just need a crutch, do- but if you need one, um, <laughs> choose word, choose, just choose different words. If, if like, yeah. don't, I don't say becoming because it's like do or do not or there is no try right yeah From your yoda my yoda so yeah. like if you are saying you're trying like you're never actually going to get there does that make mm. sense and i feel like if you're saying becoming you're True. never actually going to get there i agree i said trying and trying is it doesn't the brain doesn't do trying so yeah, don't trying do be or like, you don't like you can do it and it'll be messy and it'll be weird and it'll be uncomfortable but you still did it yeah <laughs> you know you're not going to yeah. do it perfectly <laughs> all righty all right so then we're going to s- end with a meditation on how so really to to get that right brain in i'm being bold so if everyone wants to close their eyes if you're somewhere safe if not pause come back to this when you're somewhere where you can listen and not be distracted by something else all right so can you hear the music yes Okay. So I'm going to invite you to close your eyes. We're going to do a quick journey. I'm really launching us into bold action. So in the next few seconds, just inhale deeply through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. And just keep inhaling and exhaling just with the intention of slowing it down a little bit, becoming totally present to your breath, inhaling and exhaling. A little bit slower. And now I'm gonna invite you to just imagine you're turning on light switches to every sense you have, all your senses. So let's turn the light switch on for our right brain, our imagination, our creativity, our gut instincts. And just imagine you're looking at your right brain in your mind's eye and flick and turn that light on. Then let's move to our sense of smell. When you're ready, just imagine you're seeing your nose, breathing in through your nose, and turn that light switch on to turn that sense on, loud and proud. Then go to your ears to do the same with your ears, hearing. Go to your hands, touch. You can even go to taste, go to your mouth, your tongue, turn that light switch on. Your eyes, and your eyes are really going to be what you visualize internally. So when you're ready, turn your light switch on to your eyes. You're going to see so clearly. And then lastly, we're going to use our heart as our intuition, our sixth sense. When you're ready, I want you to go to your heart and turn that light switch on and pow, 
really light and bright. You're just going to sense so clearly as we go through this journey, breathing in all these turned on alert senses. And when you're ready in your mind's eye, I want you to imagine you're in a clearing and it's kind of a little dark at first. You're totally safe. It's a little dark. You don't know where you are. And then a light, like a beam from the sky, shoots down from the heavens onto the floor, onto the ground. And you see in front of you a jetpack. Like this is the coolest jetpack ever. So I want you to get close to it. And I want you to look with your eyes. You can touch it. It is made for you. It maybe is bedazzly colors. It like all you want to do, don't do it yet. All you want to do is put this incredibly cool jetpack on because this is going to take you wherever you want to go boldly into the future. And you hear it, it's kind of humming, it's making some noises. You're like, this sucker wants to be worn. And when you're ready, I want you to put this jetpack on. For many of you, you're going to imagine putting it on your back. For some of you, it might be on your front. Might be a full body jetpack, whatever you want. It might be light, might have a little weight to it. Does not matter. Just imagine it using all your senses of sense of touch, smell, sight. Is it making any noises? And it fits you perfectly. Like you can conquer the world with the sucker. And what you realize as you look down across on one of the straps, it says, bold. This is the jetpack for bold action. So when you're ready, I want you to imagine what would bold look like and feel like. This is something that you don't even have to do. This jetpack is going to do it for you. Would you feel free? Are you excited? Would you feel like a superhero? Would you feel like a peacemaker? humanitarian. And when you're ready, I'm going to be quiet for a few moments. I want you to go launch into a situation where you are going to have bold action. You could take on something global or you could take on something more intimate to your life. There's no thing wrong with something big or small, but I want you to use this jetpack because it is your superhero powers to go do bold action. And when you're ready on your set, I'm going to count to one, two, three. You're going to launch into bold action somewhere in an area that excites you and that you want to heal and serve. One, two, three, launch. Off you go. Where do you land? Who's there? Is it bold movement, fighting? Is it words, speaking? Is it healing, pain? Is it telling someone your truth? Is it changing the past? Take another few moments. What is this bold action? Do it now powerfully with confidence, clarity. Take a few more moments. This is your jetpack to do whatever it is you choose. All that feels like this Aquarius bold action. 
You can't even believe all the things you're doing and saying. Feel it. Be it. Take another few moments. All right. Got a few seconds. Finish it up really quickly. Anything left there is to do, say, experience. And then now we're going to launch from that moment, coming back to where we started. Breathing in, that is what bold action feels like. That's what it looked like. Taste, smelt. And when you're ready, I want you to imagine that jetpack, taking it off, shrinking it in your hand and putting it in your pocket. Because that can be utilized at any time in the future when you need to practice preparing for some bold action. All right, open your eyes, coming back. How was that? Ooh, relaxing. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. So those are our things on how to integrate the new energy. Lastly, we have a sneak peek. Woo! Yes. Our sneak actually... peek. Go ahead. On our book. <laughs> this plays into my bold action, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah. Aww. So how are we going to do this? Drum roll. Do you want to know the book? Can you do a drum roll? Yeah. Okay. So this book, Bethany chose it and it's bold it's bold it is not what you think at first glance okay so mm. the name of the book is drum roll i would like for like just fucking tell us already um it's pussy <laughs> a reclamation um by regina thomas Hauer. and if you haven't read this book you need to, if you are a woman or identify with feminine energy, or even if you're a man and want to learn more about what women are stepping into, because I really feel like this is, we're on the leading edge of women finding their power and their voice and um, stepping into their lives in a brand new empowered, not just like, yes, sexually, but it's so much deeper than just our sexuality. And that's what it really talks about in the book. Um, so if you want to join our book club, we're starting it in January, get it now so that you can be a part of the conversations that we're having. Um, and we're going to have a panel of ladies on who will be a part of the book, the, the podcast book club, we're calling it a book club we're calling podcast. Them, we're calling them, <laughs> right? They'll be part of the pussy panel for the pussy book. Pussy so panel, pussy book. We want to acknowledge that for some people are like, oh, that word. Mm-hmm. We want to, it's like a word that we want to own it back. So yes. anyone that's hearing this, if you have a vagina or whatever Yoni, word you call it. Whatever you use. Yoni, yeah. Any word you call it, we really are talking about taking that pussy power back mm-hmm. in an empowering, honoring way. There's a little tongue in cheek happening, but at the same time, it's super, um, there will be deep. It, it goes so much deeper than, yeah. than just the word. And, but it, what I love, I think it's in the first chapter is, is uh, Mama Gina, as she is called, um, she goes into why she chose that word and all the other words she could have chosen and the reason that she herself chose it. And I've personally really resonated with that, which is I am starting to use this word more in my posts on Instagram and just in the work that I do. And every single woman that I ever like 
work with, I recommend this book to them. Like, I mean, I'm the one who was like, Erin, you need to read this book and all the other people. Um, and Liz, who's going to partner with us too. Liz was on our podcast Liz doing O'Brien. chakra. Yeah. Doing chakra yoga. Um, yeah. Liz O'Brien. Cause we're, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, get the book, be a part of the podcast. We're also, do we want to talk about the group? Um, I think we'll give you more information next week, okay. right? So yeah. there's well, more. Stay tuned to, for more. Yes. There, we are putting in structure to support you, not only to read it, to discuss it, but also there's activities. And we yeah. pulled a cool panel together of women who are willing uh, to do the activities, talk about uh, their own pussy empowerment or lack of or journey. Um, so just stay tuned for that. And we really yes. hope that you take a risk and listen, either listen to the book, read the book yeah, and both. invite friends because this is, we're really stepping into the time of women empowerment. And what does that look like? And if yeah, you're like, I'm not really sure what that looks like in my own life. What a great way to launch into that conversation. Yeah. Through the pussy. Through the pussy, pussy power. <laughs> All right. So stay tuned next time for our episode. We'll give you even more information on that. And we're going to jump in. And next we have intuitive hits with a different Liz. Yes. Uh, but she might listen to the, read the book too. So hopefully I um, see, maybe it'll come out. So listen to intuitive hits. And if you're liking this podcast, please rate us, yes. share us, subscribe. Yes. Please. And let us know if you want to be on intuitive hits because right. this Liz is uh, said, I want it. So she's getting read by Bethany and I. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Message us on Instagram. One, two, three. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll see you guys later. All right. Bye.